Hello, welcome to another installment of the Central American Group's podcast, in which experts discuss topics related to doing business in Costa Rica, El Salvador, and the rest of the region. Welcome to another edition of Central American Group's podcast. In these recordings, what we do is have conversations with people who are experts in our organization and outside of our organization. Today, we're speaking with somebody who is outside the organization. His name is Mauricio Bonilla, and he is the managing partner of the Advice Legal Studio, which is based in San Jose, Costa Rica. Hello, how are you, and welcome. Hello, how are you, Steve? Thank you. Doing fine. Great to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about intellectual property protection in Costa Rica. And before we start that conversation, however, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your company? Sure. Thank you, Steve. As I said, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, well, uh, Advice Legal Studio, it's a full-service firm uh, that has been here for around six years. Uh, we assist and, and work with clients from all over the world, uh, basically in corporate intellectual property, labor, in, immigration, and so on. Basically, we have a full-service firm. We're six uh, partners, and um, we try to think that we are a law firm that partners with uh, clients in order for them to not only assist them in legal matters, but be a partner with them the whole trip in Costa Rica to help them assist them in any any matter, the legal matter that they need in, in, here in Costa Rica. Okay, before we talk about uh, intellectual property protection in Costa Rica, um, could you give us some a general overview of what the situation is with uh, with on this topic? Yeah, sure. Uh, Costa Rica has worked a, a lot in the last a, decade or so in trying to have the best a, legal a, material in order to protect intellectual property in Costa Rica. Okay, a, in general, any a company, a particular those. Uh, that work in, into innovation uh, and fabricate, for example, uh, products or, uh, here in Costa Rica, uh, in any place in the world, they should always have uh, proper uh, professional legal uh, assistance in not only any, any legal matters, but intellectual property is very important. Okay, We need to remember that um, Intellectual property rights act are actually the key, a key for securing exclusivity and the ability to profit from those innovations. Okay. So it's very important to always those companies to have be accompanied by a proper legal assistance and work together with their uh, lawyer. The problem usually, uh, Steve, is that people or companies focus first in developing uh, products or in mer- merchandising or in fabricating products and put off legal assessments in those innovations, in those products that they're working, okay? Only to discover regretfully sometimes that in many cases it's too late. So people forget what I call a principle in life, that an early prevention can save you from a painful cure. That uh, leads me to ask this question. I'm making an assumption here, but perhaps you can uh, give me specific information. Because Costa Rica, over the last several decades, has been a prominent player in the manufacturing of medical devices, 
I, I would guess this is particularly important for people who are in that industry. They are. They are. As I mentioned, uh, those companies are lot are in, into innovation. Okay, and it's key for them to protect their intellectual property uh, and to have good good advice and, and, and legal assessment, as I mentioned, in, in those innovations that they're, that they're de developing. If someone <coughs> comes to your firm and they're looking for assistance in this area, you know, what do you advise the company to do as far as their first steps? Okay. First thing you need to do is actually to confirm that your company actually owns the intellectual property rights that you're developing, okay? And this is done by using, for example, uh, agreements with, with uh, agreements that require your employees and your consultants that are working in those uh, new products to assign any and all intellectual property rights to the company. Remember that in some legislations, the creator is the presumed owner, okay? And so these agreements are extremely important uh, for in that matter, okay? Also, a good uh, non-disclosure agreement, okay, is also a great ally to have, okay? Uh, executives in a day-to-day -day basis talk to suppliers, talk to uh, potential investors, to other executives about their products, okay? And in those conversations, they might disclose some kind of information, so companies must sign confidentiality agreements and NDAs with their employees, consultants, and basically with anybody with whom they might share information to safeguard their trade secrets and confidential information. What intellectual property rights must a company protect? <clears throat> there are several, Steve, but I know because of time, let's focus in basically in two, okay? Uh, we're gonna basically we're gonna focus in, in in patents and in trademarks. Okay, in in the case of a, of a patent, for example, a patent a application must be filed as early as possible and before public a disclosure or commercial activity a, of the product is done. Okay, people tend to assume, for example, that filing a patent a, application automatically results in uh, enforceable rights. When they see, for example, the patent trade, pat, uh, patent pending label, okay? And, but that's not always the case. <coughs> Actually, in order for you to have full, full enforceability of that patent, uh, the patent must be issued or granted to you, okay? And depending on the, any, in each country, uh, that might take up to between two to five years or even more. What are some of the issues that a patent solicitor must consider in a patent application? Okay. Actually, for me, the most important uh, issue that you have to consider in a patent application are what, the, what are called claims, the claims of the patent, okay? Claims uh, define the scope of the innovation, of the invention, okay? And therefore, what one company can prevent others from doing. You can have as much uh, claims as you can uh, as you can justify or as you can prove in your uh, application process. Okay, so a good legal advice is extremely important in this part, since competitors tend to use the information in in the patent to avoid infringement. Okay, actually by figuring out a way 
uh, around the language of those claims. Okay. Another uh, very important matter is that people tend to think that the patent applications are formats or templates that we IP lawyers have in our computers. Okay. Uh, actually, a patent, each patent is unique and it's different. Otherwise, they wouldn't be granted. Okay. So, <coughs> I'm sorry. Each patent is tailor made. Okay. For that innovation is meant to cover. Okay. Uh, most of the time, the quality of your patent, uh, of course, is, is determined by the innovation of the product or the invention that you're, you, you just did. But it's also driven by the quality of the drafter of the patent application, the person that drafts those claims. Uh, so this requires a significant attention and care and time and money must be invested in this as well. What about the so-called patent searches? Searches Can they be done and how important are they? Yeah, patent, patent searches are extremely important, Steve. Uh, they actually they can save you lots of money, uh, not only in potential infringements, but in patents that patent applications that will not go anywhere. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> imagine, for example, that you have a great idea. Okay, on how to improve an existing product. Okay, but regretfully, that existing pro product has a valid a patent that covers this product okay and you don't run the you, you don't you don't run the patent search and start commercializing this improvement version of the product you would be immediately subject to infringement okay another case uh, which happens every day is that i'm here in costa rica and i think of a great idea uh, on a patent application okay but I don't, I don't file it, okay? And in the other side of the world, I don't know, let's say Japan, China, India, uh, whatever, uh, somebody thinks about the same idea and files the application first. When I finally hire a lawyer, finally want to start doing everything, start investing, then somebody has priority and somebody has already started the process, okay? So the recommendation is very simple, okay? Before developing or investing in a product, you think it's an innovation or it's unique, please do the necessary due diligence to confirm what others claims or other patents have to say in that particular area. Tell us something about patentability of medical devices and, and what <laughs> companies must consider in this case. Okay. Um, it's important first to remember, uh, Steve, that a patent for a medical device uh, protects and covers the, the physical product, okay? The patents, <coughs> patents are not granted over ideas or methods of treatment, okay? They are granted over a physical product, okay? Um, also, you cannot be granted a patent uh, for a known medical device uh, and expect uh, with respect to a secondary or another medical use. I'll give you an example for that. Um, let's say you discover that a uh, injector 
that is usually used for diabetes uh, can all, not only supply insulin, but it can be injected uh, with another drug. It, it, can, it, it, can be, it, it can be used for another drug and to treat uh, a different disease. That is not the case. That's not a patent, for example. Okay. So <clears throat> something else that medical devices companies must consider is that must remember that patents are national rights. Okay. For example, a, a patent is granted over here in Costa Rica does not necessarily means that it's provided protection in the US or in Japan, for example. Okay. There are methods and strategies, uh, and that's a whole new topic uh, that you, we could use in order to, uh, on early stages, protect, be protected, and 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 cover and, and be covered. Okay. But since a publication of your application usually means that the invention is no longer new in other countries. So. That's uh, again legal legal assistance in this in this case is extremely important. Can you talk <laughs> a little bit about trademarks? Okay, as as we said, um, together probably with patents in regards to medical devices companies, uh, patents are extremely important and it's always good to have legal assistance. Okay, the basic rule is the same: register your trademark before launching or investing in marketing. Okay. Imagine, for example, a company that is developing a product and thinks of a great name for a product that actually enables consumers and medical uh, professionals to identify the product with a company, which it would be the ideal case, okay? But that company does not file a trademark and it starts investing in marketing only to discover later on that the name is exactly the same or similar to uh, an existing trademark. That wouldn't be good, okay? So basically, <coughs> the name and logos are protected under legisl legislation as trademarks, okay? And it's a good way to stop third parties from using identical or even similar names, which may confuse consumers and Take advantage of your marketing or take advantage also on your brand reputation. Okay. Um, the registration over here in Costa Rica, in, in, in every country, is a little bit different. Okay. Uh, but uh, in Costa Rica, for example, a trademark process uh, takes for a what we call a clean application, which don't suffer any warnings or oppositions, will take around five to six months. Okay in order for you to get uh, eventually a, your trademark duly registered, okay? And the trademarks are registered, are protected for 10 years, and they can be, they can be renewed for similar periods, okay? And also, <coughs> <coughs> sorry about that, trademarks uh, protections are also territorial. They're not universal. You, there's no system you can file for the whole universe, okay? You need to go country by country in that sense. Well, that sounds uh, like it can be laborious, and they certainly would need the help of a firm like yours to be able to navigate all of that. We 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 do, and, and many 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 and many clients, uh, sorry, lawyers have. We have networks and, and associations uh, with colleagues, and provide that service, what we call a one-stop shop, in order for you not to 
if, for example, in Central America, you don't want if you don't want to 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 get in touch with six different uh, uh, lawyers, you hired one our firm and we take care of the whole uh, region. That's a good thing to know. Uh, what previous steps should be taken in order to file a trademark? Okay. Um, as mentioned, Steve, it's advisable to file a trademark application 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 sorry as soon as possible. And of course, as I met, as I said, before selling the product, okay. And to do that, a trademark search should be done in order to confirm that the name you intend for that particular trademark uh, does not overstep or violates a third-party trademark, okay. So, a uh, if the search is done correctly, as it should, it will reveal pre-existing trademarks or uh, applications similar or identical to the proposed denominations or the proposed name. Uh, so you would have time to make the proper corporate decisions uh, in order to make changes and avoiding uh, expanding in marketing and then having to change the name, for example, okay? <clears throat> also, it's very important that the proper classification is, is done, okay? Um, we need to remember that trademarks are uh, classified in what is called the international classification, called a NIST classification, okay? That organizes all products and services. So, for example, a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical Preparations uh, and veterinary preparations are in class five medicines, okay? And uh, medical and dental instruments and devices, uh, for example, are classified in class 10. So depending on what you want to protect, you will have to go into that particular uh, classification, which is international, internationally known. Well, this is a topic that there's a lot more depth to than we can get to in a, a 10 minute or so conversation. One of the things that we like to do for our listeners is to put them in contact with people that are reputable and that can help them in Costa Rica and throughout Central America. If somebody who's listening to this uh, podcast right now has a need for the service that you've kind of described over these past few minutes, how could they contact you? Okay. Um, they can, they can send email is the fastest and, and, and easiest way. My email is M, M, M Bonilla. I will spell it. It's M B O N I L L A at A L S dot CR. Okay. Okay. And we'll, include, we'll include that in the, we'll include that in the transcript of this discussion as well. Thank you, Steve. Now you have a website, I would imagine. Yeah, actually, yeah. Our website is www.alls.cr. Now, are there any parting words of advice that you'd like to give for our listeners on this topic? Um, in general, uh, have a lawyer always close to you. Um, uh, and as I said, a good prevention is better than a, a, a expensive a, a, a care, okay? So uh, ask, uh, consult, uh, uh, make the right questions to the right people, and that way you will probably avoid uh, many headaches. Well, this has been very, very informative. We want to thank you for listening, 
And Mauricio, we wish you a, a good rest of the day, and we want to thank you for joining us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. And I'm here uh, anytime you need. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Sign up to receive the Central American Group's quarterly newsletter by visiting www.thecentralamericangroup.com. 